To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, we're going to be talking about all Wait, wait, the- wait, Mikhailo. Wait, wait, wait. What? Right. We can't go too far here. I've got news. I've got big news. Oh, boy. I Yeah. When you guys are listening to this, I'm going to be at Disney World. <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> now, shh, shh. My kids don't know yet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, or, well, when you guys are hearing this, they do know. But, okay. So, it's Surprise. Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wednesday night, and we leave Friday morning, and they don't know yet. And we're not telling them until they get home from school on Friday, um, which they only have a half a day of school. So I'm talking a little quieter in case anybody's listening or could <laughs> hear me, but we are going. And I want you guys to know about it too, that we're going to be there. So check out or uh, pay attention to the Facebook. I'm going to be going live probably a lot. Um <laughs> But I will also put events out there so that everyone knows when I'm going going to go live. I'm going to start with a room tour because I'm staying at the Contemporary. Wow. I can't believe I'm staying there. <laughs> like, I never thought I'd be staying there. Um, and I caught an amazing deal last week um, as I was trying to update for something else because we were going to be staying off property. But, um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm staying there. Crazy stuff, right? That's just so exciting. I'm so excited for you. Um, The one thing I want everybody out there to do, out there in the ether, out there in the internet, this is what I want you guys to do. Pray for Brian's phone. Let's make sure (laughs) that Brian's phone does not explode like mine. (laughs) Yes, because if it does, then oh well. Yes. I'll let you guys know somehow. <laughs> yes. But uh that's that's so exciting, Brian. Um, that's so cool. And you're staying at the contemporary, which is which is a huge bucket list for me. So that um that's gonna be this, so cool. This was like a bucket list for the bucket list. Like this is <laughs> like I never thought I'd be there. So um I have other news with it too though. Oh boy. Oh geez. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sitting there uh, looking at my daughter's tablet with her and we're um, what she is. So she was watching snow white last night and she recorded the uh, 
seven dwarfs section on her tablet for me. And so she was showing that to me tonight um, because she was all excited that she did that for me. Cause that's one of my favorite sections of a movie. So anyway, um, she was sitting there doing that. And my wife comes running into the room and she throws her phone at me. She goes, ah, make it happen. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> so I grabbed the phone and it's uh, a Disney world reservation site. So I quickly punch in my credit card information and <laughs> finish it up. Come to find out she scored an Oga's Cantina. Reservation. Oh, wow. So in one week, I will be at Oga's. That's so there awesome. you go. That was all my news for tonight. Breaking news. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's super exciting. Um, I'll I'll have to talk to my friend uh, Tessa. Tessa, hopefully hopefully you listen to this, <laughs> but I'll have to talk to my friend Tessa, and because uh, she works she works there, and so uh, we'll have to get you hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, the the thing is, it's nine thirty in the morning, mm. so Brian's going to be getting his buzz on at nine thirty in the morning. I mean, it's Disney. You can get your buzz on whenever you want. (laughs) (laughs) But got to try the fuzzy tauntaun, you know? Yeah. So uh, before we get too sidetracked with all of the things that we want to talk about with Brian's uh, trip, uh, today we are talking about festivals, the Epcot festivals. Um, I know I've been to a few, uh, Brian's been to a few, and we have some stuff to talk about. Uh, with these festivals uh yeah it, it's sounding like it might be more of a war than just a discussion <laughs> but you know impassioned people have impassioned opinions so we'll see how it goes Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so i have been to um two out of the the three festivals uh i've been to festival of the arts uh, and I've also been to Flower and Garden. Uh, I've never been to uh, Food and Wine, at least that I can remember that I've been there and enjoyed it. Um, uh, but Food and Wine, um, I'll just get this out there. It looks like it would be the way to go. Like it looks like something I'd definitely enjoy. Um, just with, I mean, everybody gets so excited about it. Um, and I mean, food and wine, if, if you give me any kind of food and any kind of wine, I'll probably be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so just kind of on that merit, I feel like it would be, it would be a really amazing thing to do. Food and wine has been fun. We've done it. Um, I don't quite understand the appeal of it and maybe it's just the nature, my nature to be cheap. I I have trouble spending that kind of money on, on food all night long. Um, but I did enjoy going and, sampling and um i didn't get into the extras though that were going on so maybe that's part of the problem mm-hmm. but uh flower and garden i have done and i enjoy that one i think that one's a lot of fun uh they have again they have the food and they have the wine and they have the beer mm-hmm. and in normal times they have all the extra things as well but on top of that they have topiaries and they have different floral arrangements and things. So that kind of intrigues me more. 
Yeah, I um I mean I guess I guess we're jumping into it already. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I uh no, it's fine. We're 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 going to have a uh not a heated discussion, but uh I am on the other side of Flower and Garden where I just um it could be kind of, here's a kind of a backstory. Uh my uh mother is a teacher and when I was younger, we would always kind of go to Disney over the summer. Uh, and that was always when uh, Flower and Garden was happening. So we would always end up going to Epcot during Flower and Garden. Um, and I mean, it's it was probably our fault for not experiencing all the, the things that you could do with Flower and Garden. But we were just always there during that time. And they had the topiaries, which is something that I'm just like not too into uh and everything like that um and this was a while ago before they really kind of started to up their fe- their festival game but i i, I don't know it, it was always just <laughs> there, there was always a a big i'm just not a like a, a a gardening type person uh so a lot of that stuff uh even the i mean and and don't get me wrong the topiaries were always amazing uh it was it was always really cool to see that um but is uh, <laughs> it's just something that I wasn't really into. Um, and this, you don't eat you don't eat the vegetables on your plate, do you? I mean, I'll I'll eat veggies, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, <laughs> uh, and and this could be um, a learning experience for uh, for me if I go back one time and I I actually let myself experience uh, all of the things about flower and garden and just kind of not uh, like glance over all of the topiaries and be like, okay, this was fun. Sure. <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of how I always go in there with it. Um, so it's flower and garden hasn't really ever done too much for me when I, when I'm there. Um, and again, it could be just because all the times that I've been there, we've just, I mean, we've just gone to experience Epcot and not really been there for flower and garden um, and nothing really, um, pulled me in at flower and garden i i had never has just never really been been too into that kind of stuff um and now on the other hand um festival of the arts uh i've i've been there uh a couple times now and uh i really enjoy that um i mean at coming from from an arts family uh it's it's always good we've always kind of been um surrounded by it um so it's definitely something uh it makes sense that it's something that I would be into. Um, uh, this past time that we went, we actually were able to get into the uh, like the event area, uh, which I think is right next to uh, like the, the American Pavilion. Um, and it was one of those things where like, um, again, I had never experienced that before. So being able to go in there um, and try all the different types of food, um, we had a beer flight that was really great, um, kind of, and be in there and just enjoy like the main attraction of that festival, um, which was like all of the art that was in there. And we walked around and, and saw everything um, really kind of made it for me. Uh, it really felt like there was like a festival going on um, and that we were like enjoying all that stuff. Um, and so that could be my biggest issue with flower and garden is that I've just never gone and, experience something like that but then again it also just has never pulled me in like that where where i i needed to go somewhere because it looks so cool um or i i needed to go uh 
try something because it looked so cool. Um, that's kind of what um, Festival of the Arts did for me this most recent trip. And and I mean, it it doesn't help that we weren't even supposed to go to Epcot <laughs> this most recent <laughs> trip. So I was already excited to be there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my take on uh, Flower and Garden uh, compared to uh, Festival of the Arts. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I uh, I had, don't recall festivals going on when I was there. I know I'm sure Flower and Garden was going on when I was there, but um, and I'm talking back when my mom took me um, at the end of high school, and so I and maybe I didn't care at the time. I just wanted to get on that new test track ride, and and <laughs> you know, I, it was my first time there. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I did, uh, I did get to do food and wine twice. Um, the first couple of times we took the kids and then we did flower and garden on our last trip and super excited to do it this time around too. Um, the quilting around the water between future world and world showcase is a sight to see. It's quite amazing what they're able to put together. Um, it's just bright colors and uh, I've always had an interest in gardening. I'm one of those guys that likes to go on living with the land and would like to do the behind the seeds tour. And um, so I, I have an interest in, in what they're doing with that. Um, the topiaries are kind of another level side note. They have a Mickey topiary you can buy and grow yourself. <laughs> that may be coming home. You never know. <laughs> and then it'll be an adventure to see if I can actually do it. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, see, I'm getting a little excited over flower and garden as it is. Food and wine, we um, we tried to do it. It's hard to do festivals with kids because they're kind of all over the place and you kind of, especially younger kids, because you got to keep them interested. And Disney tries to do that with their scavenger hunts. They have uh, food and wine. Um, they have Reddit, uh, Remy from Ratatouille up in each of the countries and you're supposed to go find Remy. And then um, at the end, after you found them all, they, you buy a map and you put the stickers on it and you turn it in, you get a prize of some sort. Um, and they do one of those with every festival, right? So Flower and Garden, they're doing uh, Spike the Bee. So we did that last time. We didn't finish it. We didn't get our prize. And it's haunted me to this day. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's something that, you know, I'm looking forward to completing. And the, you get plates this time around, which is cool. Uh, but also for Easter, they add in Easter eggs. So they have an Easter egg hunt. It's the same type of deal as the uh, Spike the Bee. And you get an egg when you're done. Uh, Mickey or Minnie, I think, um, and some other ones. But we'll be doing that. Um, but that, you know, trying to keep the kids busy with those things can be okay. But when you want to try to enjoy some of the food as along the way as well, it kind of gets cumbersome. Hard to balance that out. Uh, so I've always told people, if, especially with food and wine, if you want to do something like that, 
take your significant other, um, maybe leave the kids behind for that. Not to say the kids can't enjoy it. It can be enjoyable, but maybe for the adults, it would be more enjoyable without the kids. Um, so those are kind of my experiences there. Um, I do know that they always have music going on with the festivals, right? Um, and for me, it's it's food, it's wine, and it's some rock concerts. That's all <laughs> that festival is to me. Flower and Garden is so much more. It's um, flowers and it's, you know, learning how to plant something. And, and they use a lot of that within the food that they're also serving you as well. Whereas food and wine is just, here's some really good food and wine, right? And we'll throw a concert in for you. Um, and I know they've done some like cooking classes. And when we were there, I tried to figure out how to do it, like be a part of that or, or you know, at least get a glimpse of it. It just didn't sit well with me, I guess. So you might like your food and wine, but I'm sticking with my flower and garden. <laughs> <laughs> the other yeah. thing is, if I could quickly, um, Festival of the Arts, I definitely want to get there for Festival of the Arts. You know, just like you have got the music background as well. And um, it it looks really cool. My wife is an artist and, you know, she said like, yes, she wants to go and see that, but yet she doesn't because she's going to buy all the things. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, I felt the same way. Um, I already spent way too much. I do that all the time where I just spend way too much at Disney, but I mean, yeah. And, and uh, there's a lot of areas where you can go where they're selling art and it's like pretty reasonable. Um, like you can spend like 50 bucks on like a pretty decently sized canvas. Um, and it's always of something amazing um, that that people are people are putting out there. Um, and it's kind of everywhere. Um, and something another cool thing is that they always have um, there's a, a little um, uh, art piece where you go in and you you fill in your number and stuff like that. So like you you helped um a whole entire mural get get made um that's oh always, yeah that is so yeah. cool um it's it's kind of funny how like um i mean it's cool to like understand that like we all work together uh to make this but like what if somebody does a really terrible job <laughs> at their area <laughs> <laughs> um I, I understand that it's literally just like color this in but i mean i know some people i wouldn't trust coloring in a, in a coloring book <laughs> so um but Dude, um, you went over the lines again. Yeah. I mean, that's me. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trust myself. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, there's just stuff like that intrigues me a lot more um, than, and I know that I'm completely generalizing, but uh, than flowers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just, uh, I remember we were, we were walking by, uh, they kind of have murals everywhere. Um of uh we i we took a picture of uh an elsa mural just on the ground of just like sidewalk chalk um and it's just like things like that that just kind of pop up uh all over the park um because of this festival um and it definitely happens a lot more i mean and, and i understand there's a lot of stuff happening right now um a lot of changes happening in the front of the park uh so it definitely happens a lot more in the back of the park um and one thing that um I think the the one of the big reasons I really want to 
go and try out food and wine is uh they always they have um these like little walk up areas of uh food while while all these festivals are happening um and i always hear about and i always see on these vlogs uh just like when food and wine happens it's just like lined up all the way around um the world showcase of all of these uh places where you can get food uh and it's it's different when when you've got far and garden happening and uh um the art festival festival of the arts um because I mean, even when, when I went uh, and it was uh, Festival of the Arts, I thought there were going to be more food booths. Um, and so, and, and the booths that are usually there, uh, I feel like, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like are there all the time. Um, the only time they actually add food booths is when it's um, food and wine. Well, and I mean, that is kind of true that they do have, I want to say maybe 20 to 25 booths that are kind of permanent structures now. Mm -hmm. um, because like in the case of Festival of the Arts into Flower and Garden, they took a week. There was one week between those festivals so that they could, I don't know, switch out a couple of names, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, they've, they're constantly running a festival now and i think it's really important with all that construction going on that they do that and the example was kind of perfect that week when they didn't have a festival going on it was dead at epcot <laughs> there was nobody there and yeah. they uh you know the streamers are just like this is crazy like no wonder they need festivals going on because there's nobody here um now granted that was what beginning of february Mm -hmm. or i i'm sorry end of february end of february yeah March. yeah um so it's you know like we're hitting spring break crowds now so it you know it's kind of like a lull before the storm type of thing but you know that i think that's why we see festivals going on so much and so that's why they have so many permanent structures but even so when they do add a food booth it's it's not just like a little tent and a table it's mm -hmm. it's a full-blown booth and you know it's pretty cool to see how they can put these things up and down so quickly and um you know and then serve food out of it so for sure yeah um and that's that's one thing that i've always wanted to do and then kind of um going along the lines of um when there isn't stuff happening uh it kind of makes me wonder uh, how many locals actually do the festivals as opposed to people who are going for vacations. Um, because like you said, as soon as that festival ended, it was dead. Um, yeah. And so, and that's one thing that like, if, if I lived, I mean, I know that if I, if I lived in Orlando, I'd be going to all these things that I'd be ex experiencing all the stuff. Um, but it kind of makes you think like, how does a person who is just going for vacation even try to attempt to experience all the things that they could experience at these festivals? Uh, because there's, there's so much to do. Um, and I feel like a lot of times the people, the locals are the ones that are kind of showing up to experience pretty much, pretty much all of the stuff because you're able to, you're able to kind of come in and experience some stuff one day and then come back another day and experience stuff. Um, and so that I, I think about that a lot about how, 
especially because I'm not made of money. I'm not able to stay at Disney for two weeks like I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it kind of makes me think of, of like what the experience is from normal casual vacationers to um, locals and how these festivals kind of cater to those two different people. Um, and you, and another, um, I mean, you, you can, you can definitely categorize people like us in the kind of in the middle because we're not casual vacationers. We know what we're getting into uh, and we'll plan it a hundred percent. And then there's the locals who like can do whatever they want. Um, and then there's us in the middle who know what we're doing. Um, so we're not, we're not casual vacationers. Um, so it's like even thinking about somebody who doesn't know what they're getting into going to this festival. Um, honestly, it's like, I can't even fathom that <laughs> just being somebody <laughs> just showing up to Epcot and being like, Oh, Ep- Epcot seems kind of cool. And like trying to do all the things that they could do. Well, I mean, we've talked about that before. There's so many things to do in Disney world. You can't do it all on one trip or mm-hmm. multiple trips. Um, and maybe that's part of where I'm coming from with trying to do a festival and Epcot at the same time mm-hmm. um, with the kids is that it's, it's hard to do all of the things. Um, it was, we were just trying to get a taste that first year with food and wine and just trying to feel it out, figure it out. Let, you know, my daughter had picked something off of the uh, menu that she wanted to go get. And I think we actually ended up eating and, um, uh, the Moroccan quick service restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking on the name. I, I apologize. It's it's not uh, Spice Road Table because that's their sit down. That's one of the sit downs. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tangerine Cafe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up eating there, and you know, which that's not a festival booth. That's always there, <laughs> but yeah, it was delicious anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, you know, it, I can see that. I know I've seen people like us that have gone down on their vacation and they set a night aside where they say, we're going to go out on a date at night and go do mm-hmm. whatever this festival might be that we're there for. And that's all they focus on, you know, kind of like a local might do. Um, mm-hmm. I know that they, they get a lot of locals doing that. They were selling tickets at one time. Um for Epcot where you couldn't get in until like 3 PM. Um, it was an annual pass type of thing, but you could not get in there until after three. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, they, they know they've got locals that they have to cater to. So they're, that's why they're switching things around a lot too. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. It definitely makes me want to, one day be a local and kind of be able to go and experience all those things. Um, and, and I mean, I totally feel that trying to experience Epcot at the same time. Uh, I did Epcot. Uh, I did a half day at Epcot and we, uh, we weren't going to go initially because of the construction, but we still kind of hit up some of our favorite rides at the front of the park. Uh, but then honestly, just, just did the whole back of the park, the, the rest of the night. And even then we didn't do a lot of the, uh, a lot of the things we wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely feel that. And, and I mean, you're never going to have enough time, uh, at a Disney park. 
Uh, I'm never, <laughs> even, <laughs> even with getting there early and planning everything out. Um, you're, you're never going to have enough time. Um, and I guess that's, that's one thing, um, that would be difficult with, um, such a big, uh, festival like food and wine, where there's just so many booths to get to. Um, I, I love watching people, uh, like, like vloggers go through, uh, and try all the different things. Um, and even even when they do it, they kind of like they skip certain things. They'll they'll skip entire booths and stuff like that, and try to hit like things that they think would be good. Um, so they don't even hit hit everything. Um, but on, honestly, that would I mean it would definitely be something that I'd want to do, and you would have to dedicate like a day to it, um, which is like really the way. Like if you want to enjoy a festival, that's kind of how you have to do it. Uh, I do have an app on my phone that tracks all the festivals and helps you kind of figure out what you might want to get kind of a checklist type of system and they tell you if you were trying to buy like the entire menu of let's say flower and garden eleven hundred dollars yeah <laughs> that's just you know that's not possible it's not feasible mm-hmm. um but you can easily you know it adds up quick especially when you've got you know, a couple of people doing it. And so you need to definitely pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the vloggers, that, that's what I love about uh, Tim Tracker is that he'll go back mm-hmm. three, four times and he might try things, uh, you know, a second time or whatever, but he's usually trying something different and he's giving you a good idea of what's there. So um, I did kind of, uh, write down a few things about, you know, what is popular at uh, Flower and Garden. I know, like the, uh, <laughs> I don't understand this. They have a crab and cheese wonton. That's a crab rangoon <laughs> to me. Yeah, <laughs> but people love them. That you know, they look good. Um, but that's one that's popular. The biggest thing that everyone just loves there. I did not like it. Was a it's called frushi. It's like a sushi, but it's yes. made with fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. Um, and maybe I was looking for something sweeter, but it's got a sweet rice and it's wrapped with, um, I think it's watermelon. And there's cantaloupe inside of it and comes with some uh, whipped cream. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the kids liked it. I didn't, didn't really go for it. Uh, they have a violet lemonade, which is a slushy type of drink, which it was excellent. Really good if it's hot out. Um, and then, you know, they have like a, they have a brisket bird end uh, slider with, I don't know, all these crazy things on it that everyone really enjoys and a fondue. Um, so, you know, that, that's kind of a you know, couple of quick things that people always go there for food and wine has, I think a few more items like that because they do have so many booths. I I keep thinking about for the 35th anniversary, they had 35 booths (laughs) for food and wine and we're coming up on the 40th. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So are they going to have 40 booths? (laughs) Exactly. Um. But I know they do. They did nitro cake pops this last time around. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember seeing those on the vlogs, but they would come out like smoking because they would freeze them with mm, nitrogen. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, and everyone thought those were awesome. A Kahlua pork slider, mm-hmm. yep, which was like pulled pork. Those always looked really good. Um, and then the one that everyone always tries to, to, or the one that everyone gets, but um, they tend to run out of as well is the uh, filet mignon with truffle butter sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is actually part of Le Cellier's menu. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing is Tim Tracker's never had a good one, except once. I was watching one video in the fall where he said he got a good one. Yes, I, I remember that. I've, I've seen that <laughs> one too, and he was super excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was, you know, it was all 2020. I bet he'll never get another good one again. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so those were some of the things I remember. I know for, uh, uh, festival of uh, excuse me for festival of the arts they have um like crazy pop tart type things that they've made mm. um and i don't know like we haven't gotten to the christmas festival um they do a festival during the holidays festival of the holidays i believe they call it um and the one thing that i really want to do with that i mean other than doing the uh processional um, the one thing I thought was really cool is to see the different Santas or whatever yes. that being is for that country. Um, you know, they come out and tell their Christmas story. I would love to see that. It's it's so funny uh, having a friend like you who thinks the exact same way. Because as soon as you started talking about that, that was the thing that I that I started to think about <laughs> were, the, were those Santas that come out and explain the Christmas story. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's something. And it's funny. I was around um, for the holidays. I'm doing air quotes here because I was there during Thanksgiving. Um, and they had a couple of those things going on. Um, but but it wasn't all all there yet. Um, so it's definitely something that I'd, I'd love to get out for. Um, and then during uh, Festival of the Arts, um, it's actually a lot of uh, all the booths um, they have like normal food, but it's it's actually a lot of uh, desserts, which I'm not I'm not a huge dessert person. Um, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I, like desserts are great, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I just don't really have that big of a sweet tooth. I, I enjoy savory a lot more than sweet. Um, so it was something that um, I really didn't kind of go around and, and check out all the all the booths because a, lo- a lot of them you'd walk up to them and it would be all dessert type stuff. So I think that's that's the and they, yeah they have those pop tarts uh, which are I think they're basically just the pop tarts that they have at um, Andy's lunchbox um, at Hollywood Studios, uh, but they're just all themed differently. Um, so that's that's kind of uh, the deal with Festival of the Arts is that they it's it's a lot more like dessert driven. That's kind of like the the idea with the food, um, which is which is huge for vloggers uh, because I feel like just about any any time I open up my Instagram, it's just full of Disney desserts. <laughs> that's all people take pictures of. <laughs> yeah, all that Instagram worthy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, something that we can kind of talk about uh, and we can go back and forth with is, um, and this is kind of controversial, but should these festivals always be happening? Um, and that, that is like, like should Epcot just be Epcot for a little bit or should like, I mean, I know that 
we can't really get sick of these festivals because we're not locals. But like, should the park just let it be itself for a little bit more? Or should these fest like do the festivals, have they become part of the park? Or is it still kind of like these special times that bring people in? I think that they are kind of part of the park and there's good to that. And there's bad to that. They, you do get the, uh, the crowd in there that just wants to party. And you, you do tend to get people that abuse that. Um, and I think there's no room for that in Epcot, but unfortunately when you live in a world of drinking around the drinking around the world, <laughs> you're going to get it right. <laughs> so um, I, I've often seen people talk about doing that on Facebook. And I always say, just make sure you drink a bottle of water between countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the, you know, there is a lot of good because there is a lot of edutainment coming out of it. Um, regardless of whatever the theme is for the festival, you're getting something out of it, be it the Christmas story for for a certain country or how to plant a tulip, you know, whatever it might be, you're learning something. And that's part of the park. Yeah, definitely. And I, and so I, I asked that question because for me, um, and it's not even that like I get like angry about it because I, I love these festivals. Um, and it's probably because I would go kind of around um, Flower and Garden. Um, but then I would also go sometimes when there wasn't anything happening. Um, and so you kind of feel like you're you're missing out on the park itself or on the flip side, you're missing out on something that could be happening. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of FOMO <laughs> fear of missing out, um, which, but which Disney does that really well. Don't they? I mean, they've, they've kind of mastered FOMO. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. So <laughs> we are, we're uh, currently missing out on, on Disney in general. Um, you won't be in a couple days, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I will be at the end. So anyway, <laughs> exactly. Which yeah, is I, why we're here. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I have to. I have to admit. I definitely. Uh, it started to hit me um, today. Uh, the uh, missing Disney. Uh, you always. You always kind of go through stages. At least I do. Uh, when when you go to Disney, is you you have the the pre excitement, um, and I'm sure Brian, Brian's going through this too. You have the pre excitement where like you're just so excited to get there, and then you get there uh, and you're so happy to be there, and you have all these emotions, and it just feels like a whirlwind. Uh, and then you leave and you're, you're sad that you left. Uh, but you're also, you're, you're kind of happy cause you've been fulfilled. Like you've gotten your, your Disney fix for a little bit. Um, and so a couple of weeks go by and, and you're, you're reminiscing about what you did and you're happy. Uh, and then the, the Disney sadness really starts to kick in, uh, and you start to kind of find those outlets again. Um, so something, something I did today, was I actually went through and uh, it's kind of sad because I I lost a phone uh, and so I lost a whole bunch of pictures that I was taking for that trip. Uh, but uh, thankfully, my brother and sister were there and they sent me their pictures. 
Uh, and so I actually went through just today uh, and did a slideshow and put it to music of all the pictures that we took uh, while we were at the park. Um, so it's little things like that. And, and you can always tell when like things are starting to kick in again. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's, uh, it's that, that being away from, from Disney and, and again, yeah, that's why we're here. And like, that's why we do this. Um, yeah, I agree. It's completely the same thing with me. It ebbs and flows. It, it comes and goes. Um, and you definitely dive in deeper when you need to. And sometimes you just step back and you're like, I'm good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that any time that I really am feeling like I'm missing a ton, I'm starting to plan that next trip. <laughs> I may not have dates, but I'm planning what I'm going to be doing. Right. Oh, definitely. Um, and I feel like that <laughs> can help a lot because then that helps me with diving in. It's like, okay, if I'm going to be there, I'm going to want to do like this. What can I learn about that? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I completely feel you. I, I've been wondering how you've been doing. I'm glad you're holding up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> For, yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, and, and that's the sad part is that I can't look back and look at the pictures I took. Cause I do that a lot where I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be like, Oh, I was there and I, I did this. Uh, and it really brings you back, uh, to where you were. Um, but I mean, I had, I have my brother and sister, uh, and I have their, their pictures. Um, and, and it's always great. Um, and I, I know, um, I'm going to be living through you. I'm <laughs> the, anytime I have friends that go out to Disney, I, I request that they send me tons and tons of pictures, uh, do you do you have a Snapchat, Brian? Is that something no. that you have? We're gonna I have to get you set up on Snapchat because that's gonna be a lot easier <laughs> for you to just send me these quick pictures and 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 I'll I'll teach you how to do that. So, <laughs> oh boy, more technology. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure your kids have it figured out already. Oh yeah, uh, and if they do, you should be terrified. <laughs> my daughter's bugging me to start a TikTok for for the podcast here. I don't know. Do you guys want a podcast or a TikTok account? I know nothing about TikTok. She wants to run it and everything. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, it sounds sounds like they don't. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> As he tells me that I have to get on Snapchat. Yeah. I know well, the he... correct term is to send a snap, right? Yeah. Oh my somebody? God. You sound so old. <laughs> and that's terrifying because you're not that much older than I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure that out. For sure. For sure. Well, um, talking about all of the social medias, be, uh, be sure to uh, get onto our Facebook and uh, get talking. Let us know how we're doing. Let us uh, know what you guys want to hear. Uh, we are always open to uh, talking to you guys and uh, talking about what you guys want to talk about. Absolutely. And if uh, there's a question you guys want want answered, send it to us. We'd love to help. We'll read it on air and, and answer it on here and see what we can do for you guys. Definitely. Well, that's all we got for you guys tonight. We'll see you next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. 
We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. Thank you.